what is up what is up what is up everyone 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 i am here with two of my lovely and i do mean lovely sisters up in the building tonight and y'all look i know y'all look we just vibing tonight we vibing tonight we was talking in a group chat and and literally, like we just said, you know what? We just about to vibe tonight. We about to seal. We about to kick it, and we about to vibe tonight. So I'm gonna let them introduce themselves into the fellas that may be watching this. Do not, and I will mean, do not slide up in my sister's DMs. They are off limits. They are off limits. No, no. But I'm gonna let them introduce themselves with everyone wants to go first. Oh, you quiet. I guess I'll just do that. What's don't up, everybody? Me. Y'all know me. This is your girl. Tweet. I was doing my little intro, y'all. Oh, go on ahead. Hey, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear yeah, you. Now. Can hear you. Mm-hmm. All right. So what's what's up, everybody? This is your girl, Tweet, from Tweet Talks Podcast, available on Spotify, YouTube, iHeartRadio, and all other major networks. So we're here tonight, and we is vibing. We'll have a little conversation. Y'all feel free to drop in the comments. Um, there may be a link at the bottom where you could drop in if you decide to show up on the screen and get live with us. You can go ahead and do that. Um, otherwise, what's up, y'all? Yeah, what is up? All right, sis, it's on you. All right. Hey, y'all. My name is Cheryl Renee. I am the host of the Blemish Beauty Podcast, also on Apple and Spotify, as well as YouTube. You can follow me on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, all the good stuff. I'm new to this, so y'all bear with me, but I'm vibing tonight, so it's all good. Oh, man. Y'all, we about to vibe, and we about to have a great discussion tonight, y'all. It's about to be lit. It's about to be lit. So, sis, we're going to just kick it off. Uh, Tweet, talks, tell them what we're talking about a little bit tonight. All right, so we're going to talk about dating, okay? So in the dating world, you know, a lot of y'all say that the dating world is not what we thought it would be. It's um, it's just trash, straight up. It's trash. Y'all know there's trash out here. And there's probably some good people in it, but it's hard to distinguish that. So if you're dating, is age just a number? Or, you know, is it is, is it a big deal with you know, dating. So if you meet somebody that's much, let's say, um, between five to 10 years younger than you, five to 10 years older than you and up, is that person somebody that you'd be interested in dating? And if so, what are some of the red flags that you would be like, you know what? This ain't going to work. What's up, y'all? What y'all think? I'm going to let my sister go first. Okay. So for me, um, I'm on both sides of the spectrum. So I have dated people older than me and I'm talking about like seven plus years, like seven to 12 years older than me. And then I've dated people younger than me, maybe uh, two to five years younger than me. So for me, it's all about compatibility. Um, I do understand that because it's generational gaps that um, certain things will be lost in translation, right? But you got to be able to love the same music that I love. And that has nothing to do with age. 
So I'm all for the age, whether it's younger or older, as long as the values match and, you know, the common interests. Not everything, because you do have to have some type of differences, but um, most of the common commonalities have to match. I would agree with that. Okay. I mean, for me... Well, this is my thing. Okay. Now, I've dated somebody a lot older than me, and I've dated somebody a little bit younger than me. And I'm going to tell you, it's a big difference. When you're dealing with somebody that's much older than you, they are stuck in their ways. And and the thing about it is, a lot of times, you like me personally, I don't see, if I'm dating somebody that's older than me, at once I get into that commitment and decide I'm going to date you and you much older than me, your age is no longer an issue for me. But sometimes, I feel like with men, when a man is dating a younger woman, he is constantly reminded that this woman is younger. Like, he either has to change the way he's dressing, he has to start mm-hmm. wearing, you know, I'm from New York, he has to start wearing the fitted caps. He got to change up his ways because he's constantly reminded about that. But I feel like, for me personally, if we decide to start dating and you're older than me, we already didn't push that out the window. And there's a big difference when you're dating somebody older because they're setting their ways. So you have to kind of take that along with them. Now, when you're dating somebody younger, I've tried it before and I don't wish to do that again because I don't know. I just feel like younger dudes have a tendency in most cases, they have like a whatever they see on TV is what they expect the woman to be like. You know what I mean? Like he don't, he doesn't, he's not thinking about the fact, okay, when he see the woman on TV looking beautiful and she's beautified, he thinks she's supposed to like this every day. He thinks that she's supposed to be youthful every day. And it ain't real. <laughs> she were laughing. <laughs> but it's just, it's like, you know, I don't know. And I've always I pretty much like dating older, but I don't need to be reminded every day that okay. How old are you again? Or you a young buck? Or oh, I, oh, this is the biggest one, y'all. I know y'all have heard this one. Oh, this this song right here is before your time. You like what? <laughs> Do you need me to take you back? <laughs> you know part. what I'm saying? Okay. Right. Like I'm a I love music, and I love right. all types of music. So if I don't put on an old school song and then look at me like. Oh, this is before your time. And you be like, hold on, let me dig in the crates real quick and remind you that, you know, I like, I like I ain't no regular regular. Yeah, like that to me, that's a that's a big no-no. But I feel like when men dating in an age difference, it's a big deal, you know. I don't know. For me, it's not about your age, it's your maturity level. Now I'm not no R. Kelly. I ain't dating nobody 15 or 14 years old. Let's get that out there right now. That's uh, what I'm not doing. Everybody. <laughs> That's what I'm not doing. That's what I'm not doing. But right. what I'm saying is like, if you're like 20, 21, 22 years old, somewhere in there, and like your maturity level matches my maturity level, like you goal-oriented, you a go-getter, you hungry, you got that same fire for God that I have, I bet we can talk. We can see what happens. Now, I can honestly say that with me, 
because of where I am in life with maturity level, with ministry, with everything that I do, I am more drawn to older women than I am younger. Why? You know, I was going to ask. Uh, for me, <laughs> it's because the older He's ones. Like, she always got to be the one to say already, something. <laughs> the older ones are already settled. They're already settled. They have had their moment of where they have been out here. They out here. They've been out here. They've done had their time to where they was buck well for a quick second. But now they're like, you know what? I'm ready to settle down and I'm ready to really be serious. Where with ones my okay. age, with the ones my age, I can honestly say like a lot of them, they say they're ready for what comes with me. But baby girl, you ain't ready for that spotlight because anything you say, anything you do, anything you post anywhere that you go, it is scrutinized to the highest degree. Yeah. And you, so you're saying that the younger females can't deal with that? They say they can, mm -hmm. but they, I have not met one that can deal with it. I'll just be honest. I cannot, I have not. They, like, case in point, I'll use this as an example um, to a young lady to a banquet. We had a great time. Everybody was looking at us and all eyes on us at that moment. It was like when we walked in the room, heads was turning. And she was it's looking like good. All eyes on me. Exactly. Hey. Exactly. <laughs> so like and she was looking good. I'm not gonna lie. A few months later, she had posted some photos on social media. When those photos was posted on social media, the text messages that I received. Mm -hmm. Ain't this the young lady you took to the banquet? Ain't this? I never oh. told y'all we was dating. I never told y'all we was dating. She just went to a banquet with me. Mm -hmm. But, but now, yes, yeah. listen, you know how people is. When you take somebody somewhere with you, they put they stamp that label on y'all. Oh my goodness! Y'all are together, and you may be—I mean, me personally—I have to take somebody somewhere with me, and internally not have no label on you, not have no idea of this going anywhere. I'm just taking it out, taking you with me to to, to see what the what what's what's going to be the talk, and to have fun. You know what I mean, what's, like just the vibe, yeah, just have fun. But yeah. you know, or to see true? how. Another thing, because I've been attached to a pastor, you know, and on the outside looking in, y'all are on like this pedestal. Y'all are not supposed to be y'all not supposed to be human. So y'all not supposed to date, y'all not supposed to fornicate, y'all not supposed to have, you know, relationships or whatever the case may be. And when you do, you have to be perfect and she has to be perfect. So if somebody is um attaching themselves to you. They have to know that they're going to be combed through. Everything is going to be like, like looked at to the T. Like you can't post nothing on Facebook, no social media. You can't like nothing. 
Your shirts have to, you have to wear turtlenecks. You <laughs> come on. Like, you can't. And don't try to go to no club. Don't you even God think about going to a club. You, you smile. Like you, you just being provocative because, um, what is the scripture? Now that I'm talking about it, it's leaving my, my, my memory, but to, to, um, something about pure, the all things are pure or whatever. You have to have this, this, um, facade, you know, that you're perfect. You can't have no blemishes or no wrinkles. And it's sad because y'all are like celebrities in a way. Y'all cannot have human moments because God forbid, that'll make you look like less than, oh, I'm not going to his church because you see the type of girl he dated or whatever. Not the message that you're saying, but just your lifestyle and every little thing. It's, it's, it's bad. I feel bad. It's bad. It is very bad, like to the point. But see, bad. okay, I think that I think even with being attached to a pastor and dating, it's a little bit different. I'm a minister's daughter, and I feel like I'm gonna be me. I'm not. I don't. I think life has its ways of constantly putting us in a bubble somewhere. So I'm going to be me. And like one of the episodes that I did was called, it's not, it has not, um, it's not out yet. It's not broadcast yet, but it's coming out in March. It's called code switching. I'm always code switching. Mm -hmm. I'm always living up to what somebody else wants me to live up to being what somebody else wants me to be conforming to somebody else's ways. And I don't know if it's when you get older, I love the Lord. Um, He's done countless things in my life and I will continue to worship him. But part of being in this world is you can't live in this world and not be have some parts of it in you. I'm human. And I think that a lot of times, even with pastors and stuff, that they tend to be so wrapped up in what people think that they forget their humanity. And I don't want to forget that, you know. So I feel like even in dating... Now, this is the thing. I need to be able to take you everywhere and you know how to act. Mm. Like, I I need you to be like the Apostle Paul and know how to be conformed to everywhere to each man. Yeah. And that's part of, like, what Mm -hmm. you were saying, you went to a banquet. That's me. Like, I'm going to take you some places because I'm going to see how you want to act. Now, that doesn't mean that because we go in this place and people think that we're attached to each other, that we are attached because I'm going to let them know, oh, this is my friend. Because I want to see how you act in these different environments. How you going to act when you get in the church? How you going to act behind closed doors when we are at a church event? Because, you know, some church events and some of the music that they play, it's going to be like, hey, hey, hey. But it's still talking about the Lord. What you going to do? You going to get out there and turn up for real, for real? <laughs> you know what I mean? I want to know who you are. But that's, the, I mean, I'm not going to change who I am. And I don't want you to change who you are. But I need to see. So that's what the whole dating thing for me is. I need to see who you are. You know, I want, I, I want, I like the humanity, you know, but I feel bad for you, Woo. James. I feel bad. Ma'am, let because us I think pray. it's different for a man. Let you know us why? Pray. Because like, legit. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, it's hard. For a man, it's different because for a man, you're expected, especially being a preacher, you are expected to be the leader. So, let me give you an example. Let's talk about, I can't think of his name. Um, Shoni Shaquille O'Neal's ex-wife. 
Shira, help oh, me. Yeah, I know yeah, you got yeah. it. Shawnee. That's Shawnee. Shawnee. Shout out to Shawnee. Shawnee. Henderson. Okay. Shawnee Henderson. That is my girl. Right. Shout out. I hope you're watching. Hit us up. We can do episode. <laughs> so me. she married. They were talking about what's her husband's name again? Because he's a he's Pastor an awesome Keon. pastor. Uh, Keon. Um, Keon Henderson. Okay. So when he got with her, like she she was real. She was like, you know, I had the show. I was producing the show, Real Housewives of someplace. And Los Angeles. Basketball. Oh gosh. You see the old age. Basketball wise. Y'all see that? Basketball yeah, yeah, wise. okay. Look, I was like Hollywood glamour fame. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> but anyway. She was she was real about who she was, and he was real about her. He was like, Yeah, it was times when I took her out, and I was like, you know, no. He took her, but extremely I'm always getting a spotlight. He 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 took her for who she was and loved her where she was at. And you know, he fixed her up to her. On her own, she was willing to do it. So she kind of, you know, was able to kind of conform to the right ways rather than just being scrutinized for being, you know, because everybody was talking about, oh, he got with her. She's an ex-Baxaball's wife. And listen, mm -mm. he loved her for who she was and they were human. If you listen to some of the stuff he preaches about, he preaches about, you know, being human. So, I mean, I just, to me, I, I, I you know, I hope no pastor never looks at me because he will be like if you start if you get if i'm sitting down in a congregation and i'm your wife and you start arguing about something we was talking about last night i'll be rolling my eyes <laughs> you won't be like don't do that they're watching well, I'm, some may do that at me <laughs> you know so i i just i feel like that's a bad thing because i could so see you doing that way, too i could so see you doing yeah that. like it's you know I've like I've lived so much being conformed and following. I don't want to do that no more, and it feels good to not do it. It really feels good to just you know, to just be me and be free. So I feel so. Is that something that you have to? Um, you feel like you cannot move forward to determine whether or not you guys are going to be exclusive until you see him in different facets of life, like in different spaces. That's something that you have to have done before you can, um, I guess, make it a exclusive. Because, you know, there's a lot of titles on everything now. Yeah, definitely. You dating um, or you courting or you're exclusive or you're man. in like so many different. That's I think that when topic. it comes to the different. Yeah, yeah it sure is. <laughs> um, I think that there's so many different situations you know that can arise in life do you really won't know a person until they face you? you'll be dating a person forever for you to know all of them but there's certain ones that i need to know i need okay. to know look you know i got my little mental rolodex right <sighs> she she knows about it check, check. i already <laughs> yeah, know i know that too check, check. Check. so check. i need to know how you are when you broke when you got a little money when you mad when you sad when it comes to religion, actually, we're going to put that religion and spirituality, we're going to put that first. Because me, personally, I couldn't date somebody that wasn't Christian. I couldn't. It, it just, it would be too much. You know, it would be too much. You know, I would find myself in a situation where I'm trying to conform you every day. I'm talking about my life and how God has blessed me to conform you to my ways, and I don't want to do that. So, yeah. And I would have mindset is different, too, I believe, because I had a friend growing up, and he was an atheist, 
And no, you know, shade to atheists or whatever the case may be. You are entitled to believe whatever you want to believe. But the Bible says at the end of it all, every knee shall bow. But we're not going to go into that. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, I feel like as a believer, we're more prone to think positively. And I don't yeah. know if that's something that, because that's something that's been planted in us. But, you know, atheists and people that don't believe they're um, spiritual, but not religious, they're more pessimistic. You know, they always looking at things a little differently. And I can't see myself being with somebody that I always got to like, you know, it's like pulling teeth, you know, like trying to get you to come to where Mm -hmm. I'm at to understand things. So I definitely agree with you on that. Oh, for sure. Like yeah. that's where the scripture "Don't be unequally yoked" comes in. Right. right? We take that. So let's as talk about that though. We talk that we take that as just being spiritual, but that can be financially, mindset, that can be values, mindset yeah. all yeah, of that. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so you you just opened up a can of worms, and I'm gonna be the one shaking, let it out. So oh, when you talk you about unequally yoked, right? If you would you date somebody that didn't make the money that you make, they make significantly less or significantly more. I'm gonna let you talk because I got a whole spill on that. For me, yeah, because as the man, yeah, to one what? Which man, one? Be specific, man. He would date. He would date her. I would date her. I would. If she made more or less, both. It doesn't matter because I know what I'm coming with, and I know what she's coming with. When I come with mine. She may not have it financially where I have it. But on the other hand, where I have it financially, she might have it on this end, on like the, on budgeting. Well, I may have it, the money part of it down pat. She may have it on, yo, I know how to budget. So at the end of the day, if she's good at budgeting, I'm good at making the money. Bet when we come together, when when we come together, we're gonna make it work. Now, on the other hand, let's say she's making more money than me. Okay, bet you come with yours, I'm gonna come with mine. We're gonna put it together and we're gonna build this empire, baby. Like, let's be real. And when I look at one of my a couple that I really look up to now, it is Kevin Stage and his wife. Yes, did you see that? Um, did you see um, that podcast on? Disney yes, on. Um, yes, yes. Well, wife. Deal for your wife. Okay, so let me let me let me bring you back, Boo. Okay, so okay. Kevin on stage is a comedian, right? He's on. You know, he on YouTube, all that stuff. You know, Kevin on stage, right? Do you know Kevin on stage? Yeah. Okay, cool. So no. you know, he's Kevin Hart. He, no, no stage. He's he he has done some like optimum commercials. I think it's optimum. Don't quote. Yeah. Me. But I'll I'll send you I'll send you a picture of him in a minute. So he is a comedian and he's okay. always super funny. But now he's being placed in these these veins where you get to see him in a level of maturity. And it's very, very refreshing because not too many times do you see uh men that are in our age bracket, that are mature, they're married, they desire to stay married, and they are also sharing the tools that led them to get to this place. So he was on this podcast that I love. Dear Future Wifey. 
and him. And I was his wife listening to that podcast today at work. They've been married for like twenty. I want to say twenty-three 20, years, twenty-five yeah. years, twenty years, something like that. And he was just basically breaking it down and telling Latarius all of the things that got them to this point. You know, because um, in twenty years, you know, you're you're not going to know everything from year one to year twenty. You got to learn and grow. And they was just sharing their story and how they came together. And it was just a beautiful thing because um, nowadays, Black men and Black women is a divide. You know, marriage is a divide. So to hear them come together, them still being young, and them still having the desire to want to stay married, and his wife was talking about the importance of renewing their vows at 20 years, because she said now she really knows that she can love him through sickness and health because they've been through it, through richer and poor because they've been through it. So it was just like an awesome um, episode. I'm going to send you the episode so you can listen to it too. And it yeah, please do. To, to, to really like look forward to getting married. And like that's what it's about. It's about the partnership and them coming together. Like he was the front person and she was behind the scenes. Like, you know, just sitting there making sure everything is right, like looking in his his corner, making sure he was good, you know, setting them up for the future, kind of like what James was saying, you know, like, okay, he's the comedian, but she's going to look forward and she's going to look ahead and say, all right, how can we keep this money afloat for years so our kids can benefit off it? Let's put some things in place so we can stay afloat. So it was it was decent. I'm going to send it to you so you can be all caught up. Yeah, please do. This is the first time I'm hearing about it. I love to learn. I love to learn yeah. outside of the classroom. Y'all know I always say that. But so, as far as dating somebody that makes significantly more, when it comes to men, super shout out to Danny. Danny Marie, she's, she's, she's on our live. Hey, What's up, girl? What up, Danny? Um, How you doing, sis? Dating a guy that that makes <laughs> dating a guy that makes significantly more. It's I think it's it, I don't want to say it's different from a woman, but the reality of it is when a man makes significantly more than a woman, the way he treats her is much different. So I'm not a fan of that. I like to, for us to be at the same level, maybe a let little bit more. Quick, but let me say I'm not real quick on that because. Mm-hmm. The way a little boy treats a woman when he makes more money than a woman than his woman. I don't. I don't. Know, I don't than, think so, though. And I'm gonna tell you why. A because a grown man ain't gonna do that. A grown man is gonna be like, "Yo, you but, coming with yours? I'm coming with mine. Let's grow old together." No, because men have egos that women don't have. We're limited on egos, and men have egos. When a man makes significantly more than a woman. He treats her like she's an option. Like, okay, if you don't, you're not gonna act this kind of way. Okay, well, I can go out and find anybody because the reality of it is, regardless of what he looks like, unfortunately, a lot of women today they they focus on the finances of a man. So if she gets with a woman and you know, and she's like, you know, not making as much money as him, he's gonna let her know the first chance that she gets, or maybe the second or third, but he's gonna let her know at some point that you are replaceable. I've got everything that I need to have to where I can find somebody else. And the thing I about think it's that an individual thing though, because women do that mm-hmm. too. 
Mm, if come they, on. If they, if they make a certain amount of money and their man don't, they will not mm-hmm. respect their man because they feel like I make more than you. I'm the man. You do what I Look say. Look at Oprah instead. It's, it's just... Yeah, no, but I don't, I don't think. Well, I, yeah, it, it is. It is individualized. He's comfortable yeah. in his in his space. I don't think. I think Stedman is comfortable in his space, and that's what's yeah. up. I don't think she like belittles him or makes mm-hmm. him feel less than. I think that's just what works for them, and they mm-hmm. just you know do their thing. Yeah, I think that when it comes to a woman, when a woman is like making more money than a man. I think that there's always going to be a significant battle because society has made men, you know, has this thing in their head that in order for him to be a man, he's got to be making, you know, big money or more money than her in order for him to have control, for him to be able to, you know, delegate some things. He has to be the one making more. And the moment that a woman makes some more money, she has to put on her armor and know that it's going to be problems in the household because, you know... He feels like he's he's the one that's that's running some things, and he can't because she's making more money. I've been in that situation before, where I was making more money than him, and it was like I had to work so hard to make sure that he felt like a man. Stroke his like, ego. yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, you know, and they say that you're supposed to do that. But I don't, I don't, I don't want to be where I gotta listen. You know your place. If you know that your money and my money is going to come together, we're going to make some things happen. I'm not coming home every day and stroking your ang- your ego. I'm not, I'm not. You know, I want somebody to be more secure and being a man, regardless of the finances. You know, I just, I, I feel like there's, there's a really big issue with that. We got a comment. There, but they've man. been, that, that's been instilled in them since birth. Like, just like we as women, we've been given yeah. babies to be mommies and kitchen sets to cook and be domesticated. Men have been given tools mm. to, to go out and work. So when they get to a place where they feel like they can't do what they're supposed to do, you know, it, it plays on their it emotions. Makes them feel, like it us. makes us if, feel if, some if type of way. Yeah, like if we can't have a baby, let, like let's talk about like women who can't conceive, they feel some type of way. It's the same thing. It's just a different, you know, situation but it's the same feeling because that's what we are supposed to do, you know, like that's what society puts on us. So it's the, it's the same thing. But Danny just said something about alpha versus beta men. Do you think you need an alpha man? That's a good question. Thank you, Danny. That's a good segue. You think you need an alpha man or a beta man? Mm. Alpha, I know. What is beta? Beta, beta is the more ones passive. that's more submissive. Yeah, like not well, no, not submissive, but passive. They're not gonna be rah-rah with you. They're gonna be all right. Okay. They're more a little less uh they own none, whatever you own, baby girl. Yeah. Would you consider yourself I think alpha or beta, James? I I would consider myself whatever my woman is needing at that moment. Now, now let's be real. Like if it's the situation is calling for me to take control and to be the head over that relationship and to be the head of my household, then of course I'm going to take out alpha personality and be like, babe, no, we both know what we need to do and we're going to do it. Now, if it's like something simple, but it's like instead of, 
like instead of going to McDonald's today, she wants to go to Wendy's. I'm gonna be like, all right, babe, do whatever you want to do. Like, it's on you. But if it's something that could be detrimental to her health, where like she has told me that she wants to stay consistent in working out and she wants to stay consistent in doing this, stay consistent in reading her word of God more. I'm going to be like, babe, we need to pick up our Bible and we need to do this. Like, let's go, let's go, let's go. It ain't going to be you by yourself because we're going to be in this together because we a team. So if you're going to the Zoom at five in the morning, guess what? I'm getting right up with you. I'm going to the Zoom with you. You know what I feel like? I, I feel like once, definitely I would have to be with somebody that has learned me well enough to know my weaknesses. Where I'm weak, I want you to alpha up. Mm-hmm. Um, For real. Where I'm strong, I want him to allow me to alpha up. I don't want it to be, you know. Wait, 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 wait. wait. So you want to be the alpha in the relationship as well? No, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying everybody. If I'm in a relationship with somebody and I have strengths in certain areas, if I know certain things, certain areas, which comes with you getting to know that person, and you know me, you know my background, you know that I have strengths in certain areas. Like my For weaknesses, real. I don't know about a lawnmower. Okay. I don't know about fixing a car. I don't know about the involuntary eye movement or, or communication from man to man. And when I say that, I'm gonna give you an example. If two if I'm in a store somewhere and I'm with my man and I s I'm a kind of person if I like something, I will compliment. Like um mm. we was doing a we was doing an episode earlier, James, and the first thing I said was, I like, I like that shirt. That's me. If I see something about somebody, whether it be male or female, and I like it, I will compliment them because I believe in doing that because it's it's just something that people don't do nowadays. Right. And if I like it, I like it. I'm just, that's just me being me. Um, now, if I'm with my man and I'm like, oh, gosh, he, you smell good, sir. What's that? Now, he may pull me aside and be like, what you doing? You know, or, or, or say something like that. Then you need to step in and let me know because that's something that I'm not knowledgeable in relationship between male and male. Now, if we uh, let's flip that. Now, if we in a store somewhere and there's a woman in the store and he says, oh, God, I like that dress on her. You look, ma'am, you look really nice. And I pull him aside and I'm like, look, bro, I don't know what you're trying to do. Are we doing that okay. when, when you with me? You All know right, what I'm saying? Like, whatever. I don't okay. think I could do that. Let me ask you. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, James. Go, go ahead. I want to hear Shira. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Go ahead, Shira. Go that. ahead. Mm -mm. That's gonna make my blood boil. I'm sorry. I I can't. He could tell me that she looked. You know, like babe, I like her dress. Like maybe you should. You know, what you think about a style like that or whatever the case may be. But for him to go and tell her. He like her mm -mm, baby, no, mm -mm, don't do that. You know, no, mm -mm. see, look, I uh, let me tell you something, and I don't know if I'm speaking from a place of experience, but I dated somebody one time, and we went someplace, and he seen something that a female had going on, and he complimented her, and afterwards I pulled him aside, and he never did it again. But he was ultimately, now that I realized it, look back on it, he was looking for my reaction of showing that it was something that got under my skin. So I guess I conformed mm -hmm. myself into to not even reacting like that anymore. But if, after I say it to you the first time, you have now 
school is in session. You know now. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Not to do it. But I feel like if he's strong in understanding the male against male personality, then school me. If I'm knowledgeable about the women mm -hmm. against women, just like you just said, I let me do that. So I feel like I want to be with somebody that's that's going to allow me to sh express my strengths and I let them express their strength. And I feel no kind of way ego-wise, you know, it's going to be like, okay, right, well, that's right. something she know about it. Let me ask y'all. Go ahead, James. So, how would you feel? I'm going to give y'all a scenario. And I want both of my sisters to answer this. So, you, you come home. Y'all come home from a long day of work, right? The minute Nothing you walk in the work. house, the minute you walk in the house, you see a female that you have no idea who this female is sitting in your kitchen cooking your husband and your child something to eat. And your husband tells you, oh, babe, I'm sorry. That's my best friend. I forgot to introduce y'all. We've been friends for years. Wait a minute, 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 wait a minute. Back up. You said, <laughs> what, wait a minute, because I feel my blood boiling. You said, this is my who? What's, what's, his, what's his title in my life? Your husband. No, ain't no best friend that I don't know about if he's my husband. Boyfriend, well, he's still, she still ain't going to be in my house as my boyfriend. But at that point, there should be no friends that you don't know about as his wife or and or husband, you know, other way around. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we're going to have a, have a conversation. We're going to have a come to Jesus moment. Yeah. Okay. So take okay. it back, James. You said that she was sitting on the couch, and what happened now? No, was she wasn't sitting on no, the couch. No, she cooking dinner. She cooking dinner for your husband and your son. In your kitchen. In your okay. kitchen. Because she knows what her best friend likes to eat. Yeah. I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to be, I'm gonna be sis, real sis, Hold on, hold on, hold on. Tweet. Hold on. <laughs> sis, I'm hearing it in your voice. Wait. <laughs> it was my right, right, right. Yeah, I. Yeah, I. I like, no, if you book. No, <laughs> exactly. I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. I'm from Jersey City. So, I know. okay. All right. Okay. He's like, I, I. <laughs> okay. So, for me, <laughs> this is the thing. I have learned that, and I'm not going to say everybody's like this, but in relationships, you ever dated somebody that does things because he's looking to see what gets under your skin and that makes him feel loved and cared about? That person that's doing that, this man is allowing his friend to come in your kitchen and cook for the kids. and He's doing that because he wants to see how far he can push you. So I'm different. I'm different. So I would, I would come in and be like, okay, she cooking? All right, cool. What's this? Uh-oh, give me a plate. Put the plate up where she ain't looking to put it in the microwave or throw it in the trash. Then now tomorrow, I'm going to do something. And I'd expect him to be just as willing to understand it. No, 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 no. Instead of me walking through the door, it is. It would just be, 
it would be and, and the reason why is because I guess I've learned over the years <laughs> that reactionary stuff, I'm just I'm not gonna do it because you know, number one, for this man to allow this woman to come in there and cook in the kitchen, he already know what his woman gonna That's say. A he knows violation. that it's a total violation, and he knows that. So he's looking for a reaction. Maybe there was a dispute or some type of argument, maybe the day before, and he was like, Okay, well, this is what I'm gonna do, and I'm gonna I'm gonna let her know that. She ain't the only one that's willing to do nothing. Cause I'm, I'm a t like I told y'all, I don't like to cook. So that's the first thing I thought. Okay, so he brought somebody in here to let let her know you ain't got to cook for me because somebody else will. Okay, that's cool. So she is I, <laughs> yeah, very, yes. very petty. Very and I mean, I'm gonna play the role. T T Y. I'm a, I'm a. Now I might not ingest the food, but I'm gonna play the role. I'm gonna play the whole role with it, and it might not be the next day. It might be a week later. But when you don't even open your mouth to say nothing to me about what I did because of the fact that you totally violated. So just expect that we just violating. We we like, what's that song? Violator. <laughs> so, I mean, I really wouldn't. And I mean, to be honest with you, when it comes to dating nowadays, there's so much of that. You know, I remember well, see, dating a guy one boyfriend. time. That's your husband. That's that is your husband. They still do it. You don't have to be married. No, at that point, we should already ahead, know sorry. certain things should be established. Like, uh, 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 uh. Mm -hmm. tell my baby, go upstairs, put your headphones mm -hmm. on. Turn I'm telling you. <laughs> oh, no. Listen. I'm be like, kids, <laughs> uh, if thing. I was your husband, I'd be like, kids, y'all stay down there. I might need no. some witnesses. Stay down there. <laughs> no. Stay down there. Because y'all know y'all mama crazy. <laughs> stay down there. Stay down See, there. and the fact that you would know that. <laughs> Even be more the reason why you get in God because you know that. So why would you do that? She said you get in God. I love it. I love it. Mm -hmm. But see, this is the like people. It don't end with dating. I'm telling you. Like I'm a woman, and I'm gonna say this, and I'm hoping some of our viewers that don't believe so, y'all go ahead and chat tap. Them, but I'm gonna tell you when it comes to dating, these men be playing games and they look forward to it. They will do it and sit back and be like, let me see what she say. I remember watching, I don't think it was Kevin Samuels. Um, I like this. What did she say? What did she say? I would tell him to excuse his friend. We need to have a family. What's MTG? A family meeting. Oh, meeting. Family. Oh. He knew from the moment you came in the door that there was going to be some furniture moving. I'm just not because I feel like you know me well enough to know whether this is going to be acceptable or not. So now you're doing it to be petty. So now we're playing petty, petty, petty. We're going to petty, petty. And I'm good enough to wait till you forget all about it. He's going to be wearing them, right? I just, I feel like nowadays, like I was saying, in the dating world, it's like people nowadays, they get a rise off of that. I remember dating a guy one time and we had a disagreement about something and he was like, I just ain't used to, you know, you, you you so laid back about stuff, you know. And I was like, what do you want me to do? Go outside and cut your tires? And I'm not, uh-uh. Too much to lose, boo. I'm not doing all that. There's what is in that cup? Huh? <laughs> What's in that cup? <laughs> he was getting the last drop of ice, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. Look, I drew that last drop of ice. Got me. So let me ask you, let me ask you a question, because you just said, you just said something. 
if if you're dating someone, right, and you know the type of person you are, the caliber of person you are, and they tell you, I'm just not used to someone like you, do you continue to move forward with them or do you leave them alone? Because there, there requires a level of patience Ooh. for them to get used to you. Or do you just like, nah, I'm not, because I ain't got the time or the patience. Because you could be the right thing at the wrong address. Okay, so I'm going to jump that. in here real quick. And they will use I forget what I'm going to say. Go ahead. But, but this is the thing. Um, a lot. You know, being in the South, it's constantly you're not what I'm used to. And it could simply be because I, if I say something that they disagree with or or just something that's that's not what they're... Just like they said, it's not something they used to. The first thing I do is I ask, what do you mean when you say that? Explain it to me because I don't understand. And when they say something that I immediately know has something to do with me being a Northerner in the South, I tell them, well, you probably feel like that because I'm a Northerner and I'm in the South. And you know, there's a lot of stigmas that go along with northerners that, you know, like I tell people, I don't represent a whole region of people. I represent Dawn. So right. when you tell me that I'm not what you're used to, then you have to make, you have to audit, you have to quickly, and I say quickly because, you know, she <laughs> got to be smiling. You know, I'm not going to wait around too long, but. He out. <laughs> yeah. Wait, 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 wait. You, before you know, my sister to... goes on, before she goes on. Y'all heard a baseball three strikes you out with with three <laughs> talks. One. You get one. You get one. One strike. You out of there. Yeah, because I, I feel like for you to tell me that I'm not what you're used to, we already know this because we know we're from two different places. We already know that. So if you tell me I'm not what you're used to, then you need to tell me what is the issue. And if it's something that's a part of me and me not being from here, then you have to tell me whether it's something that you're willing to work with you're willing to try to understand we come to a mutual agreement <laughs> we you know we come to a mutual agreement and we move somebody charlie nice he said well damn <laughs> i'm like dawn yeah does that come so with age though i think what do you mean? So. i don't understand like um the, the the amount of chances that you get does that come with age like after a certain like you know how medea says when you 30 the switch come on or whatever the case may be, does it come with age, like the amount of chances you give because of experiences you've been through throughout the years, or is it just, that's just you, who you are, and you've always been like that? For me, yes. When I turned 40, I don't know what happened. It was like I came out of an eggshell. It was like, I don't know if you remember that old school the dinosaurs with it, with like the one was in the baby was in the shell. It was not like I can't say it again. The one that said not the mama, not the mama, not the... yeah, yeah. Okay, I don't remember the name of the show, but that was like me. Like I started to realize that okay, I'm tired of going along with with, with things that I don't agree with that I don't like or just giving chances constantly. And when it comes time to giving chances, who's giving me a chance? You know. When it comes to dating, okay, I'm a single mother. The first thing that men do is they categorize me as everything being, oh, that's because your baby daddy. No, we cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, or it's, 
Next. It's so always like, oh, who who broke your heart and made you bitter? Nobody. Nobody Next. broke my heart and made me bitter. Yeah, it's like, right. It's like so. I started started to realize that I don't want to give a whole bunch of chances because nobody is out here giving me a whole bunch of chances. When it comes to men, you can be with a man for a certain amount of time if you're not being intimate with him, if you're not, um, you know, catering to him. You know, saying, oh, this is the favorite line, what you cooking tonight. And you ain't inviting him over for the dinner. He got an issue with you. So why is it that as a woman, we got to give so many chances? So it's age, I believe, for me. I definitely believe it's age. Did I just call everybody? everybody... <laughs> I believe it's age as well. Like, for me, like, once I became... In my mid-30s, the stuff I put up with in my 20s, I'm not putting up with no more. I'm not putting up with it no more. I know where I'm going. I know where I'm headed. If you ain't headed in that same direction, yo, next. We can kick it. We can have fun. But we, I'm dating with a purpose now. I'm not dating just to be dating. I'm 34 years you see, old. See, men don't like I'm to admit that. Dating. And see, I'm, I think the one of the things is men, men don't like to admit that. They want you to feel like, you know what, I'm out here doing my thing or I like you and everything. But a lot of men don't like to be honest and say that they're dating with a purpose. I don't know if it's the ego thing. Or a lot of them are not, though. <laughs> mm, that may be right. You know, oh, it reminded me of um, a female friend that I have. She's a nurse. So we got a comment here. Um, Charlie Knight says, well, not all guys. I speak for that. I believe in chance. All I'm asking is is just to, just to be real with me. That's it. I don't ask for much. Um, I think women are real sometimes by their actions. You know, I think, I don't know. I feel like when it comes to it, to me, we talk about age being a number, but listen, when you're dating somebody older, I think even if we want to have patience with certain stuff, we just don't. You either run into two types of women when it comes to age. You run into the woman that don't have patience no more, and she's just like, what's happening here? That's the club that I'm in. Um. Then you have the woman that's just tired of being single and she doesn't care. She just wants to be with somebody. She's tired of being, right. you know, the single person when the holidays come, people are talking about what they're doing with their spouse or their matching you know, pajamas. They, yeah. Yeah. That's right. The matching pajamas. Like I think a lot of women that's getting older is just tired of being, you know, by themselves and they just make choices. And then later on, they're looking like, what did I do after they're like too deep into it? You know, I think for the women that's in your age, your your mentality, I think you're like that because you've spent so much time giving hope to those who have potential. And a lot of the times we as women do that, we will um, entertain a man based off the potential and not the reality. Mm-hmm. And then the Girl. women that are on the opposite end that are settling because they want the pictures and the things 
they are doing it because they have given themselves that timeline that they foresee in the future. And now time is running out. Most of those women want babies. And you know, biologically, after a certain age, that's far, you know, from happening, right? So now it's like, oh, I got to take the first train coming because I'm about to be 35 and I want a baby. And I don't know if I'm going to be able to have a baby at 40 when people are having babies at 40 and getting married at 60. But their timeline, they're trying to catch up with their timeline. So that's why they settle. That's true. I just... I I don't know. I just feel like... I don't know. I think it was something important that you said when you said, you know, women as they get older, they say, you know what, um, I want to have babies. I want to have this. I want to have that. But you can't count on that relationship being the same. Like, you know, you think, okay, if I have a child with this person, you know, maybe they'll look at me differently and say, you know what, this is the mother of my child or whatever, then let's work this thing out. And nowadays, it ain't like that, you know? No. Heck, I come from New York. The, the baby and the marriage, it only, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Intensifies what is already there. So if you're having a problem, and I say that from experience, if you're already having uh, communication issues, what you think will happen when you have a baby? You're going to be focused on a baby. Y'all really not going to talk. You know, when you get married, um, certain people are like, oh, well, maybe he'll treat me better or she'll treat me better once we get married. No, the marriage is just uh, a title, basically. The relationship is supposed to still stay the same or... When you take those vows and you get sick or different things happen, if you didn't like the person before you got married to them and their life starts lifing, it's going to be worse. It may get better, but then it may get worse. So you have to make sure you like who you're attached to, baby or not. You got a comment. Okay, Andrea's got a comment. Andrea says... um, that's not true. Yeah, baby can't can't save a relationship. They don't. That's why it's more baby mamas than wives. I don't know. I just I think that was like I don't know. I think that was like that was happening like when I was in my twenties where women were just having babies. Um we got a comment. Yes, you gotta make sure you have kids with the right person. But how do you really know that? You know, we know that as we get no. older, we just talked about it, people change. So yeah. you can have a child with somebody and you think that that's the right person and then you look up years later and you like, who is this person? You can't change the fact that this, you know, the parent of this child. You gotta look. I think, and I, I thank God all the time that that's what happened with me is when you have a child, do it because that's something you want to do. And, right. you know, find no child should be raised by just one parent. I think what it's important to, because you, know, you know, a lot of times you have a baby with somebody and um, that child looked like that person that you know years later, and you like when you look at this child, you see that other person. Oof. That's the worst Ooh. thing. Come on, that's the worst and thing. The and if you do it, did... go ahead, go ahead. No, I was going to say, what about the ones that get raped and they have babies, and the baby looks like the person who raped them? That's a yeah. whole other trauma. And it I is. think that when we when we decide, but they to have, have to live every day. When we decide to have kids, 
it should be like how we're supposed to have marriage counseling. Mm. We should have counseling for that too, because you're not just having a baby with that person. You're having the baby with that whole genetic, you know, makeup. So like you have to understand that on. You, yeah, the baby so might look like you or your dad or is dad, but it might have like the mental state of grandma or the physical state of the uncle or whatever. So you have to really do your what well, you should, but we don't think about that because we're human. We're just getting our needs met at the time, but you should really take your time mm. and vet these people because like you said, they, it's, it's no joke. So Andrea said something that was, she kind of flipped through the screen already, but she said discernment is, is so real and um, she just said you have to look and she said discernment is real and women have intuitions. We do. But because we are such nurturers and a lot of us, especially when you get older, we, we want to be in love and be in relationships. We have a strong ability to push that aside. Yeah. You know, we can, yeah, we push it aside because we'd be like, okay, he seemed right. Or, you know, just like we was, you know, we, we had an episode we was doing earlier and we were talking about not being a stickler for certain things. That's why I be a stickler for certain things because that's the worst thing to wake up one day and look at somebody and you're like, who is this person? How can I get away? You know what I mean? That's so James. Thank you, sis. We know Thank you, you don't Andrea. have any children. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah. So you don't have any children. So when you think of maybe having children or something like that, you do you what what type of vetting do you do? What are the things that you pay attention to? What I pay attention to is if that's your desire. Well, it's definitely my desire one day. If the Lord says the same, even if it is coming into an already made family. My thing is, my thing is, I have finally came to that point to where I'm 34 years old, about to be 35 in October. If I meet a woman and she is checking off every box that I have on my sick list, the only thing that she ain't taking off is she doesn't want kids right now, anymore. But she already has a few. My thing on it is any, anybody can lay down and have a cell. It takes a real man to step up and raise it. So I would be that father figure in her cell's life. Now for me, when I do the vetting process, when I do that, first thing I'm looking at is what is that spiritual walk of life like? Is she studying her Bible? Is she getting into her word of God? Is she only doing it just to try to get attention from me? Or is she really having a hunger and desire for the Lord? Because let's be real, for me, I have said this and I mean it. I want my wife to be so attached to God that I have to go to him and get permission before I can even get to her. That's yes, what Tim, I'm I think you left us in awe. We're like, oh. <laughs> now, what if she's not, what if she's not there yet, but she desires to get there? Does I was getting ready to say it. Get, 
Come yeah, on, like, sis. Because get... I was thinking that. <laughs> now, does she still get your attention? All of you she the same way? She still gets my attention. <laughs> she gets my attention because of the simple fact of at least she's trying. She's striving for a closer relationship. Because let's be real and let's keep it all the way 100. Ain't none of us perfect on it. We sin yeah. daily. We fall daily. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. We are supposed to have a relationship with the Father to where every day we ask him for forgiveness. And every day we're supposed to get a little bit closer to him than we was today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we got to make sure that, and maybe what the job of me is, is to help push her into that closer yeah, relationship. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So you was talking earlier about taking a young lady to a banquet and, you know, you said that some of the people, what happens if you run into somebody that you really like, but she's turning up? What do you do? Because like you said earlier, you know, being with you comes with a spotlight, but you like her. That reminds me of Shoni and Pasakian. Shoni and like, yeah, uh, my yeah. God. So what happens? Because he didn't care. He got up in front of the congregation one day. I remember watching it, and he was like, "Look, I'm gonna tell y'all to everybody that keeps passing by me and not speaking to my wife and speaking to me. Y'all gonna stop that because yeah, from this point on, you're not getting a response from me. So what, how would you Ooh. do that?" What I would do is and then I'm gonna ask you, sure. Go ahead. Sorry. What I would do is I would look at them and I would let them know. Look, y'all don't have to like her. Y'all don't have to like her. She ain't here to be y'all's first lady. She's here to meet the needs of what I need. Now she may not be everything that y'all want, but she's everything that I need. So I'm not going to put that responsibility of being like the first lady on her. But what I would ask her is like, yo, babe, if you're going to do that, do that in the privacy of our own home. You don't have to do it where everybody can see it. Do it in the privacy of our own home. So basically she has to be willing to already want to make some changes because, you know, you can be dating somebody and you like them. And you like how they are at home, but they don't know how to cut it off. You know, you know, you date somebody and you kind of take them, take them to a certain yeah. event, and you like, okay, they don't know how to act in this event. They don't hey, know ratchet. How to act. Yeah, straight ratchet. <laughs> oh yeah, daddy. Yes, absolutely. Definitely. The way dress. So what I happened? I mean, I I don't really know. I know that Megan Good and um, I can't remember his name. De- Devin Devon Franklin. Devon Franklin. Yeah, I know that they got divorced, but what I don't know really what happened with that. She basically said, in all honesty, let's be real and let's keep it above. The search community did a number on her. The search community made it to the point to where anything she wore, anything she did, anything she said. They was clowning her for it. They was on her for it. Well, I'm going to tell you. I'm saying that because I'm a Megan Good fan. Don't y'all come for my wife, Megan Good. That's my wifey. That's (laughs) my wifey. I wasn't going to say that. I was going to say Devon knew that from the gate because 
Megan Good been dressing that way since she Shoot that. Shoot so that. you should know as a man of God how the church community is and that should have been a conversation that should have been had prior to y'all getting married. Y'all writing the books about the weight. However, in that process, you should have had a conversation and say, hey, listen, you know, being with me requires X, Y, and Z. Can you handle that? A lot of people want the, the man because of the anointing, but you don't want the responsibility of being with that man or woman if you're a pastor. Well, a pastor. I don't know if they were married when she made, I don't know if any of y'all seen Monsters Ball. Mm-hmm. James, you seen it? No, they wasn't married. You a fan? No. Okay. You so this is my thing. I've seen no, it, but yeah, he's, they he's gonna see it tonight. Biker he's gonna boys. see it tonight. Oh, biker boys. Mm. I didn't see that, but what this is my thing. Yes, he was. Yes, yeah, mm. she was. Yeah, we are, we are on live, sir. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wait. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I forgot where I was for a hey, second. Okay. Passes. So you still a man. <laughs> I said earlier. Yeah, yeah. Still a man. So mm-hmm. when I watched that and I realized that okay, she had she did get married after that. So they maybe were dating or anything, but he knew who she was before. He knew that even if that's not who she was as a person, she was an actress. And she was an actress that took things right to the edge. You know, so how can you be mad? At, I think he thought that when he married her, that she was going to marry him and she was going to become somebody different. Mm-hmm. She was going to conform to his ways and he needed that what? Ego and that control in order to, you know, he thought he was going to get with her and he was going to like change her her life and make her do the things that may look right to him and you know, Let's that was his real. mistake. Let's be real. Divine God with Megan Good. She because good. of the simple fact of he wanted that arm candy on his arm. Let's keep it a book mm-hmm. and keep it all the way 1,000. Mm-hmm. A lot of these preachers are getting with these women because of the simple fact of they want the arm candy on the arm. A lot of them are doing that now. Listen, I, I watched a video the other day um, Iyanla Van Zandt and she said something that it was a lot, it was a group of guys, and he was like, they was agreeing with her. And she was saying that a lot of men, you know, they get into relationships and marriage based off of how the woman looks, whereas the woman is more so trying to see who this person is. And I'm like, really? Is that really what they're doing now? Just because somebody looks good, you want to devote your life to them? I'd probably be saying yeah. forever. That's what they cheat. That's the reason why they cheat. At all. You know, I that's just... the reason why they cheat. Because, go ahead, I'm listening. Oh, I was going to say, that's the reason why they cheat. Because they okay. get with you initially because of how you look. Then once you have the babies, you get fat and all the things. Gravity starts hitting. The BBL gets saggy or whatever. Then they cheat on you with the next hot commodity. It's men are visual, you know. We we are we're now, more emotional. Yeah, that's true. And so I think so and we, then, we okay, can't so, always have our bonnets on. Yeah. We get yeah. comfortable. We we keep the bonnets on and you know, we be wearing the moo to bed. We still have to be 
you know, sexy because men are visual and men have to realize that we are emotional. When we cheat, we don't cheat because he got a six pack. We cheat because he's poor emotionally. Yep, very true. But this is the so I, let me my ask thing you a is, question. I'll go on ahead, sis. There's no conversation. Like, I mean, there's got there's got to be communication in a relationship. So a man is just gonna say, "Okay, well, I don't, I'm not feeling this no more," and go out and cheat. There should be there should be a, a strong, I would think, strong conversation. There should be. But let me ask you about why question. she's doing it. Go ahead. What is worse, physical seating or emotional seating? Emotional. I say physical. Okay, why you say physical? Because if a man is visual and he gets attracted by what he sees, he, he can talk. See, when I think about a woman, you know, women, we are raised up with sugars and spices and everything nicest. So we are... It, when it when a man cheats, a man is cheating with a woman. He is in a relationship, and he's cheating with a woman that is emotional. She's the one that's going to get all wrapped up into him. He know how to control it, because a man can be emotional with his woman at home and emotional with the woman in the street, and still not. He knows how to turn it on and turn it off. Us women, we're the ones that get emotionally connected to somebody. And we have difficulty turning her off. So if he is cheating and he is cheating emotionally to me, that's a bad thing. But when he gets, you know, physically, he gets that attachment because he's a visual being. He's seen her unclothed. He's been around her and got physical with her. He's going to get a connection. And it may not be the deep emotional connection. He's connected to, he's connected to the physical of it and the variety of being with somebody different. Because a lot of times when a man cheats, it's just variety. You know, his mind can be intact and know who he still loves, you know, who he wants to be with. He's just out experimenting. He's just, it's the, the variety of it, the fact, the thrill, the fact that I can be with somebody different, experience something different, you know. I feel like it's physical. I feel like, okay. Uh, sis, why you say it's emotional? I say emotional because men are visual right so even if it's a physical even if the reason why he cheated is physical I can always get that physical back but that emotion to pull you back in that takes more work and oh, for us with women once we are done emotionally with you we're done like so there's no well it could be some coming back but it's harder to come back from an emotional cheat as opposed to a physical one. We can be, so we got a comment you, from Danny. Our, our emotion could be somewhere else. I would agree with that. How many women could accept the truth if a man says he wants to step out? Mm. Mm. I think... The question. I don't know. For me, I feel like there would have to be a conversation, a, a deep conversation about why. Why? What is that? Because the to me, a man can step out and you talk to him about why and you change everything about yourself. That does not mean that that's going to change what he wants to do. You can, he can say, I want to step out because you don't wear the heels that you used to wear anymore. 
And guess what? You go out there and find you a pair of comfortable heels and they look exactly the way he wants them to look and he still do it. Because to me, he's just verbally giving you a, a, an excuse to hand you something. But it's already in his mind. It's already made up. And he's only coming to you about it because he's risking, he's afraid that you may find out. That's that's To me, that's an amateur. A man that goes to a woman and says that he's thinking about stepping out, to me, that's an amateur. That's not a professional. Because a dude that has done it already before, he's not going to come to you about nothing. He's going to do what he do. If he's coming to you about it, it's a risk. Maybe that female is somebody that's connected to that woman mm -hmm. or it's somebody in their same mutual uh, friendship circle to where he's afraid that she may find out. But otherwise, he's a rookie. He's going to come to you if he's a rookie. But if he ain't no rookie, he ain't going to tell you nothing. He's going to do what he's been doing because he knows how to do it. And he's not worried about getting caught. We missed two comments, y'all. Um, Charlie Knight said, you got to give it time. Uh, this is from prior to what we talked about. You got to give it time. Don't rush. So do you believe you have to marry someone, then have a baby by them? With marriage, you put them in the marriage. So you should see the signs. And then Danny said prior to that, um, she doesn't think Shawnee and Keon are equally yoked. Oh, that's a good one. Danny, you need to be here to explain that one. <laughs> Look, I done put it in the comments now. I'll put it back in here. Yeah. Well, what did uh Charlie say? Um, you gotta give it time, don't rush. So do you believe you have to marry someone, then have a baby by them? I don't I don't think so. Give yeah, I don't, marriage I don't think time. Yeah, I think that it's all about biblically, of course, that's what we're supposed to do because right. you know, that's that's the right thing. Um, according to God, that's what we're supposed to do. But I don't think that it's something that has to be done. Like me personally, I know it's not a biblical thing, but I think it's an excellent thing to do is to live with somebody before you get married. Now, mm -hmm. I'm not I'm not saying it has to be years and years, even if it's a few months, because you really don't know who a person is until you've cohabitated with them until you have you know seen their you know schedule you know if they wake up early in the morning and wake you up or do they hang out late at night or you know do they have certain rituals that they you know that they do or certain habits they have and I feel like the same thing with having children friend. you know a person can tell you, you all day you know I'm a woman, so I'm speaking from a woman's standpoint, but a woman can, a man can tell you, oh, when I have a child, I'm going to be the best father in the world, your father, excuse me, and I'm going to be the best father that I could, and when that child gets here, you trying to figure out where's the best father at, you still looking for him, where he at, right. where's his best father I'm work three jobs, so this is what he's, you know what I'm saying, this baby. yeah, I'm going to do what I have to do, I'm going to, this is the big one. I'm going to be a man. I'm going to be a man and handle my responsibilities. Now that child is here. And the reality of it is when it, you know when you have a child with somebody, you have a child and they're young. Between the ages of like one from infancy to five years old, you can find somebody to keep them. Well, not even five. Maybe when they turn two and they start walking and they can tear up stuff, 
things change. That person that is not so available like they used to be because now you have a, a, a situation that needs a little bit more assistance. So everything that they saying that they were, you don't know who that person is. You know, so I feel like, you know, and like I said, I know it's not a biblical thing, but I think it's good to live with a person to kind of get an idea of who they really are. Because when you're dating somebody, you meeting a representative. You're not meeting who that person really is. And that representative is only going to stick that. around for a little while. So speaking of that, do you, do you feel like you have a, there should be a time frame as to when you should stay in the talking stage and getting to know, like, do you think it should be time frames for every you know, um, category, like a time frame from talking to being exclusively in a relationship and then from being exclusively in a relationship to actually being engaged? Do you believe in timelines or it depends on... You do? What's your timeline? So here's me. The first couple of months we talking and we getting to know each other. By two months, I ought to know if I want to be with you in a I ought to know like like I told y'all in the previous live that we did, by date number four, a man is going to know if he wants to marry you or not. Hold up, hold up. I didn't say gay. That's watching this live. Y'all need to Hit these comments up because I want to know is this is this re- I'm not a man, I'm a woman. And my bro be on point with some stuff. I just this is I've never heard of that, like a man knowing so quickly what he wants oh, or yeah. his intentions. Y'all a grown let man? me know. Oh ahead. yeah, definitely. Definitely. By date number four, no later than date number six, he's gonna know if he sees a pizza with you or not. After that, then we're gonna go into the talking exclusively stage where like I ain't focused on nobody else you ain't focused on nobody else it's just me and you then from there we're gonna go into the dating stage we ain't gonna stay in the dating stage for no four years give me about six months we're gonna go from there we're gonna go into the engaged stage we're gonna do that for a while and then we're gonna be married can you do that long distance most definitely, it's better long distance because it's making you have the harder conversation. conversation. Let's be real. If it's mm. if I'm with somebody that I can see, twenty four seven. You have if, I, if I'm with somebody that I can see twenty four seven, I'm more physically attracted to you. But if mm-hmm. if I am with somebody that I cannot see twenty four seven. I am more mentally attracted to you. M- mentally attracted to you. We, you gotta have a great conversation because, let's be real. To keep my attention, you gotta have a great conversation, and then your beauty on the outside is just an added bonus. Your beauty on the inside is the first thing that got me. Your intellect was the first thing that got me. Your beauty on the inside was the first thing that got me. Your beauty on the outside was just an added bonus. So let me tell you this. The best relationships that I've had stems from long distance situations and not physically mm-hmm. seeing them first. Yeah. Really? Like you know, back in the day when we was on the chat, girl, social media, 
and yes. these these phones and you could see pictures and and get your mind all like, ooh, he looked this way, he looked that way. You had to physically describe yourself. Yep. To a I person. remember. But well, I verbally remember. describe yourself to a person. And you didn't have those camera phones and different things like that. You had to write letters and mail your pictures to a certain mm-hmm. person. But prior to that happening, you had to sit on the phone and talk to a person and develop an emotional connection. So by the time the physical actually hit, you was already like, baby, I'm, I'm in love. Like, it's, those oh, yeah, are the best sure. relationships. Now, for sure. it's like, can't get it right. Like, can't get right. Like, <laughs> because of the simple fact of we have become, I really feel this generation has become a microwave generation. Absolutely. We want Absolutely. things quick, fast, in a hurry, and a lot of times the microwave ain't even fast enough for us. We have gotten to the point where we have gotten so caught up on looks. We've got, like my sister said, now it's catfishing. We got so caught up on looks that they can look fine as wine, but be dumb as a doornail. And we still yep. gonna date them, and we still yep. gonna date them. But listen, I believe that depends on the e- e- where the ego is at of the male involved. Because listen, there's some men out here that like the women dumb. They have an issue <laughs> with a woman. Yeah, because it's easier to get over on them. I don't have to work as hard. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. I have to work as hard to to get over on a female that's dumb. She's naive, and and especially if she's so willing, you know. Biblically, we think about, you know, how the Bible says the, the male is supposed to be, excuse me, the husband is supposed to be the leader. Well, there's a lot of w- women that say, okay, well, I, I'm married to him, so I'm going to let him lead. You know, and he's looking at her like, she's stupid because I don't know what I'm doing. You know, this is just a title I've been given, so I'm going to follow him because that's what I'm supposed to do. And now you stuck. So we comment now there. that we, we, we got the men back a little bit. Repeat that thing that you said, James, because um, Tweet wanted... By, um, by date number four to date number six, a man that is looking to get married, a man that is not looking to play around, but is looking to be serious, is already going to know if he can see himself settling down with you by date number four or six. Now, he ain't saying that by next week y'all going to settle down and get married, but he's already seeing a future with you in it. Could that be because he's being superficial over what the re- he's, you know, drawn into the representative that he's meeting? Because I feel like... By date number in, four or day, by date number six... Woman? By date number four or date number six, let's be real. Y'all have already had some conversations on the phone. So he's already Should gotten be. the intellectual side of you. By date number four or date number six, he's already seeing how you act in person. He's already seen y'all's vibe in person. He's seeing if y'all can match the vibe in person. So for me... By date number four or date number six, I'm taking you to different places. 
One day it might be to a restaurant. One day it might be to a museum. One day it might be to a concert in a park. One day it might be to go out bowling. One day it might be just to go to the movies. I'm wanting to see, and one day it's going to be maybe even going to church. But it's like, but it's like, I'm wanting to see how you are going to act in different aspects. Why now, is it you okay? You got a comment? I like that. I like that. To me, I look at it as I can tell if I can marry you within a year. I'll agree with that. It's four but, seasons. I want to know you and all. Woo. But yeah. now, but see, Charlie, I agree with that. But wouldn't you say, wouldn't you say also that before that year, you have already started thinking about, yo, can I see myself with a future with her? But I, okay, what does that year look like? Because I'm analytical. So what does that year look like? Does that year look like we talking for the whole year? Does that oh, year no, look no, no, like no. we together for six months? I mean, we talk for six months and then we together the other six months? Like, what does that year physically to me, look like? That year would look like for the first couple of months, about two to three months, we talking. Okay. After that, after that, okay, bet. We know by then, I'm going to know if I want to talk to you exclusively or not. By then, we're going to go into, okay, bet. We ain't talking to nobody else. It's just us. We dating now. We're dating officially. Then from there, then from there, we're going to take it from there and continue I, to go on. You know what, though? I feel like it's a big difference in how men and women can do things, what's accepted. Because you see how you just said, you know, you can go on a date between four to six days and you know whether you this person. If a woman... Goes out on four dates with a guy. Okay. And she decides she really want to be with this dude. You know, she likes him enough to, you know, date him seriously or maybe want to be exclusive with him. Mm-hmm. She would be considered jumping a gun. She's thirsty. Shorty is all on me. But it's it's yeah, amazing cool. to me how a man can make a simple decision and say, okay, well, this is who he wants to spend all his life with. But because... when a woman does that, we doing too much. Because society has I'm put it sir. as... Go ahead. You said because. I'm all ears. Because society has put it as the man mm-hmm. is supposed to be in the leadership role. That's what society has always said. I'm not saying that it's right because a lot of times a woman knows more than what a man knows. Okay, wait, hold up. So if y'all in the leadership role, right, and y'all supposed to give us the okay... To be exclusive, is it safe to say that we are allowed to keep our options open? Do the same until somebody basically let the best man win type situation. So where it might take you nine months to want to make it official, it might take Ray Ray six months. So should I hop on Team Ray Ray because? He know what he want quicker than you. You should hop on whatever team you're vibing with the best. What if you vibing with both? 
You got to weigh your pros and cons. I know you've watched Why Did I Get Married? That ain't that list. You got to make that list. You got to weigh the good uh -huh. outweighs the bad. Right. And if the good outweighs the bad, you go with whoever. Because uh, it's the same way with men. It's almost like. I like go on ahead. Go ahead. No, I just I feel like it's a double standard thing. because it's always the. Go ahead. Go, go, go. <laughs> no, I just feel like it's such a double standard when it comes to, you know, a man, he can go on these dates with this woman and he can make a conscious effort and say, um, okay, yeah, you know, this is who I want. Well, what if she makes that decision? When she makes that decision, it's like, you know, it, it, instantly the man is like, okay, well, she wants to be with me. Now it's time. Yeah, it's time for me to drag her through the mud to see how much she really wants to be with me. Meanwhile, when the man makes a decision, the female's supposed to stand at attention and be like, oh, I was chosen. Okay, okay. we're going to be together. But when she chooses, right. And when she, if she chooses, okay, I like him and I want to make a future with him. It's like, okay, well, you know what? Let me drag her through the world to see how, how much shorty really want to be with me. You know? Now, let me be real. A real man is not going to do that. Please do. He's not. He's not. A real man, the minute you tell that. him that you are feeling him as much as he's feeling you, he's about to make it official because he's going to look at you and see that queen in Only, you. I think, and he's gonna be you like, know what I think the difference is? something to the table that I need. You know what I think the difference is? I think this is a, that's a man that, that is looking for marriage, but a man that's out here dating. See, there's the man, in my opinion, there's the man that's looking for marriage, and there's the man that's out here dating. And if he finds the one, he finds the one. You may be speaking like from the perspective answer. of some, You see what I'm saying? But a man that's out here dating, the moment that he, you know, and then you, and then, then another really important part is, you know, like even me and some females, when we talk, I always tell them like, you need to know where he's at in life. Because if he's like a man that's out here dating and he's doing him, you may have a chance. But if he's coming out of a rocky relationship and he's trying to feel himself and get his groove back, then, you know, you might need to spend a little time with him and, you know, take him like, like a fish and toss him back to the water because he's finding himself, you know. You know, that's like I had I knew somebody that was married for a long period of time and they got divorced. And you know, I knew that this person is they trying to find themselves, they're trying to get their swag back. So you need to go do that. And you know, we'll chit chat every now and then, but I know that it's nothing there's nothing nothing long term because you still trying to get your groove back. Because when people go through things like that, it you know, it kind of it takes a toll on them, especially a man. You know, men are different, you know, and it depends on how the relationship ended and Things like that, but every man doesn't look at a woman the same way. She chooses him first. I think a lot of people too nowadays they want companionship, but they don't want commitment. And you know, sometimes uh, we're human; we have needs, or whatever the case may be. And sometimes you just need that companionship at the moment, but you don't necessarily want the full responsibility of committing. To someone, Ooh, you hit that right on the so head. It's like, okay. okay, like for for example, um, 
it's Valentine's Day. I'm not in a relationship, but I'm going to call such and such because I know he or she is available and I want to go <laughs> out. I want to get the feels. I want to feel like, but do I want to actually put in the effort to be with this said person? And then, like you said, too, economically, depending on where they are, they might not even have the capacity to be in a relationship. They might want the benefits of being in a relationship, but they don't have the capacity to handle being in a relationship right now. You cannot want to be in a relationship and you don't have a pot to piss in or a window to throw it out of. But a lot of people yet. Yet, and that brings that is excellent, girl. She, she is always bringing it, and she just be sitting there chilling like she ain't got nothing going on in here, and she be bringing it. I love it. But this is the thing, just like you said. Okay, that brings me to, um, how men bring in they lure in a woman by you know having themselves well dressed, maybe having a nice ride or whatever they got going on. And knowing that you are financially struggling, you got this and that and everything going on, don't approach her like you want something more than what you really want. Just like you said, okay, Valentine's Day came and he may not have this, he may not have that, but you hitting hitting her up on Lover's Day. You know, the, the men that I know, don't hit me up on Lover's Day because we ain't lovers. So, you know, just let's slide on past that aspect. <laughs> I mean, just me up let's on be real. Yeah, hit me up on the fifteenth because I mean, because that's the position that you're trying to put me in. So I'm not gonna pretend to be dumb, like I don't know what you're doing. Don't hit me up on Lover's Day, or any of the holidays, because all that is keeping me in the position that you want me to be in, and that lets me know that you don't think you don't you don't see me as being that one and only, you know, that potential wife or that potential girlfriend. There's no need to play any games and make it you know seem like. What I'm just I just I don't see the point of that. Don't don't send me no flowers any of that because this is what I'm gonna do. This is what I'm gonna do. Y'all know I'm silly. I'm get the flowers and blow. Okay, I ain't supposed to this dude. God knows how long. He said, "Okay, well I'm put these." Mm. Patty, here come the Patty. Mm. Here come the here come the Patty. Rude. Like don't don't do that. Like even with like she just said Valentine's Day. Yeah, Valentine's Day. I get a lot of texts and calls and. And this, that, and the other. But all you're doing is, just like you said, it's lover's day, so let me try to play the role to make her feel loved. Like, my mind works in a strange way. So I'm already picking up right. on the fact that, okay, that's the only reason why you, you guess what? And I'm not the only one, so why even play that charade? Yeah. <clears throat> you know what's Man. one of my pet peeves? One of my pet peeves is you providing a vibe that you can't continue. Don't start nothing that you can't finish. If you are not or don't have the capacity, if you know that I want a relationship, if you know that I desire marriage, if you know that I'm a single mother and I don't play about my kids or whatever the case may be, do not come into my space unless you are ready. Because there's a timeline. I'm not playing with you. Hey, you know that I don't know if y'all ever seen that that reel when um, New York from our um, Flavor Flav when she oh yeah man she like I want my eggs cracked that means I want to be a mother like I want my name dropped that means I want to be a wife like we are at a point in life where we already know what we want 
do not come here and try to give us the vibe that you're not ready to, and that goes both ways, that you're not ready to continue. You can't keep it up. Consistency is key, as well as communication. If I'm communicating and telling you this is what I like, you have to be consistent to keep that up. If not, keep it moving and go play with somebody else. I would agree with that. Yeah. Unfortunately, see, I see think that now. the idea behind it. I think that For the me, idea behind it is to make sure that we we okay, I'm gonna go ahead and go. Because I forget. Go. But <laughs> I think that it's the last idea me. behind it is for us I love to <laughs> Yeah, look, I I think I think the idea behind it for a man that comes into a woman's life knowing that he's not ready and sticking around is the idea of keeping himself as an option. You know, it's kind of like tapping in. Well, I think you taught me about this, James. Mm -hmm. Yeah, keeping yeah, keeping in. yeah. It just he's gonna tap in to make sure ain't nobody tapping in on what is his. Yeah, especially like when we were talking about the whole Valentine's Day thing. Like even when we were talking about the Valentine's Day thing, a lot of times he's just seeing if you're available. You know, like, okay, if I if I hit you up and I'm like, okay, well, let's go out, let's hang out. And you do hang out, even if he don't see you any other day after that, or it's not, the consistency is not there. He just wants to see where you available because that tells him, you know, continue if to you have anybody... Yeah, and, and it tells him if you have anybody serious in your life by your availability on that day. So I'm not available on that day. I am not available on that day. Charlie said, man, let's not talk about Valentine's Day. Let's talk about it, Charlie. <laughs> man. Are y'all big on that? Do y'all have to have that celebrated or are you the type where every day is Valentine's Day? We don't need to celebrate Valentine's Day. For me, every day is Valentine's Day for my woman. It does not take a special day for me to show my woman that she is love. Like, for me, James Ingram said a song, said it best in a song, find 100 ways. I'm a compliment to what she does. I'm gonna send the roses just because if it's violence he loves, I'm gonna let him play. What I'm gonna dedicate her favorite Ingram? song. I'm gonna dedicate her favorite song and hold her close all night great. long. Love of the day. I'm gonna find one hundred ways. He's telling people not to slide. You better check DMs. your inbox. We get off this. Sliding in nobody else DMs. He must be. Okay. Uh -huh. He knows some things, huh? Uh -huh. I mean, Valentine's Day. Uh -huh. <laughs> he human. <laughs> He's still a man. Why me, is he I like this? Why yeah, y'all yeah, like yeah, this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say, like, for me, if we are not at that level, then we don't need the Valentine's Day. Let's just let it slide on by. Valentine's mm -hmm. Day to me, it's it. It's like um, 
to me, I think every day don't have to be like Valentine's Day, but I think that's a that's a reminder of how you still feel. Because you can be with somebody three or four years and, you know, every Valentine's Day for the three or four years may not have been great, but that fifth year come and they go all out. And it, to me, it's like a reminder that things ain't been great, but we back on, you know, or, or I'm still here. I'm still willing to work it out. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't mm-hmm. expect every day to flowers and roses. Although in my in my mind, yeah, I would like it to be like that. But I think of, to me, Valentine's Day is like a reminder that we're gonna keep going through this. And if you have, you know, you got a few, you know, Valentine's Day to financially, you're not able to do things that you want to do and then not be extravagant. That one year is gonna come along and you'll be like, "What? You did this for me? You know what I mean?" And it reminds you that, yeah, you know, we got we got some bumps in the road, but um, we're gonna keep this thing going. So, yeah. But if you ain't been in my life, don't come rolling around on Valentine's Day. Mm-mm. Hey, big so head. sisters. Yeah, so yeah, sisters. yeah. Hey, big head or, or hey boo, <laughs> or don't mm. even hit me with the wyd. What? Mm-mm. So, sisters, I got a question. Should we make the big announcement right now? Do you think YouTube is ready for the big announcement? Drum roll, please. So, if you are a follower of Reverend JC3 Ministries, you know every Friday night at 10 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time, we do a show that is called After Show Vibes, which is a continuation from the show on Friday morning where we have had a great show at 10 a.m. 10 o'clock p.m. We just kicking back, we relaxing, and we just chilling. And I am proud to announce that as of today, whenever you see After Show Vibes from now on, it will feature none other than Miss Tweet Talks and my sister Miss Away. So they are officially. So y'all know we gonna bring the, in. They are officially <laughs> the newest co-host. Look, they he are officially what? the co-host. Danny, she already said it in the chat. Yes. Look, look, Danny already done said it. She's like official she co-host. She's like official co-host. Be look, going look, Danny. Danny. You are, look, I could Danny, not... what is up? What, what's up? When we gonna have another vibe? We yes. We gonna have to. We did a. We did a. We did a real cool episode with Danny, but I don't know what happened. We just so we just fell off for a minute. But I'm so excited y'all... about that. I'm really excited because we always vibe good. Oh yeah, definitely. So y'all definitely. Y'all definitely stay tuned for some great things coming from us three, from After Show Vibes, and from us as separate units, as separate entities. So at this time, I'm going to let my sisters tell you where you can find them at and tell you about their podcast that they have, and then we'll take it from there. Whoever wants to go first. All right, so <laughs> all right, so y'all know me, Tweet Talks. Um, it's my podcast, it's available on Spotify, iHeartRadio, all major networks. 
it is now on YouTube as well. So y'all can check it out on YouTube. And um, that's pretty much it. I also have a small business, Tweets Bling Boutique, that's located on Facebook. So y'all can check out some of my $5 jewelry there. And um, that's it. Y'all go check it out. All right, sis, it's on you. Okay. Um, once again, Cheryl Renee, I am the host of the Blemish Beauty Podcast. You can tune in every Monday for some Monday motivation on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, as well as YouTube. You can also follow me on TikTok, y'all, at Cheryl Renee Foxen. And uh, I look forward to connecting with y'all. All right, y'all. All right, all right, all right. As y'all already know, my name is Reverend James J. Scalabra III, uh, host of many, many, many podcasts, as well as executive producer over some podcasts. Stay tuned. We have some great podcasts in the works, and uh, they are definitely coming out probably about mid-April. We will be dropping some uh some new podcasts and uh, and um, also just stay tuned and uh, stay rocking with us. Uh, we are having to rebrand ourselves now, but um, you know what? I'm I'm gonna look at it as a new challenge, and I love new challenges. So starting it back from the ground up and grinding again and putting everything back to work. So y'all stay tuned for some great works ahead for us. And uh, definitely stay looking out because we got some great things coming. As I always say, as we close out, sometimes our disappointments are nothing more than God's appointments, meaning some things that we're looking at is bad. God is only turning it around for our good. Stay blessed, be blessed, and be a blessing to someone else. I will see y'all on Monday night on Will Talk Monday where... Miss Tweet Talks will actually be on there with us on Monday night. So stay tuned, y'all. Stay That's tuned. That's right. Love Tweet Talks will be in the building. Peace. Bye. Love y'all.